Jake put out a couple tweets um, that I think are now deleted about Zayn not being crazy nice to him. And Gigi said, LOL, because he doesn't care to hang with you and your embarrassing crew of YouTube groupies. Home alone with his best friends like a respectful king because he has me, sweetie. Unbothered by your irrelevant, ugly ass. Go to bed. I think Jake has a nice ass. <laughs> Bagged and tagged. Down, down for the co- just I, roasted and toasted. Dude. I woke up Sunday. I saw this. I said, "No, not like this, bro. Not like this." <laughs> we're here. We're like, we're rolling. I don't know how to give no. Like I could text you. I wouldn't read it. Do you guys have your? Uh, do you guys have your phone on? Uh... I've never seen other people get in a fight on the show. It's always just me and him. So I'm just I'm here for this. Right do you now, guys dude. have your uh, buzzer on? Your little uh, notification thing. Mac, what Buzz the fuck are you? Say? I would have even used that, but he started speaking again. Just let, just let me I do my open. Use all of these. Just let bro. me do my open. <laughs> Welcome back to Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. We're approaching two million subscribers. We're, this time, I mean it. I can see the numbers going up. I think all the numbers are going up. The vlogs are popping. Instagram stories. Mike got a girlfriend. She, by the way, she is a. She is a machine on the on the internet. Bro, she doesn't even want to do anything besides work. That's it. She got a new OnlyFans. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. Lana Rhodes has a new OnlyFans account. If you guys <laughs> want to go find that, dude, it's like $10.99 a month to watch her like greatest hits and Lana, I will I will be charging you an invoice. <laughs> I will be sending you an invoice for, for this uh this sponsor. But yeah, but yeah, she's a fucking hustler, bro. And, I, and I've said it before, I think it's one of the reasons why we get along so well. I'll hit her up sometimes and I'll yeah. be like, hey, do you wanna go to dinner or fuck around with me and my cohorts tonight? Nope. nope. Not tonight. Nope, she I just a, she she leg she presses four hundred pounds. That Wow, four. She said she like presses. Like, can, we, can we fact check that? It's a uh, five. It's a uh, four plates on each side. Is that why why her butt is the way it is? No, that there's some doctors that have been involved in that for sure. <laughs> Did she get a um? She got what I believe is called a Brazilian butt lift, which is not where it's it's like that's I believe the expensive one that makes it look. S- Really real, real. Because yeah. yeah. I wasn't sure until she told me that it wasn't real. Yeah, she's definitely dropped like a like a Range Rover uh, sport on on, on a, like ass titties. Shut the oh fuck yeah, she's dropped she's dropped some though. One hundred and fifty k on at least. On, uh, Bro, we've talked about this before. This girl makes motherfucking yeah, she racks. Does. She does like crazy racks. Hey, bro. like b-ball player racks. I'm not even fucking playing. Bro. I know, I know, I know. And by the way, that's why I'm not buying you anything anymore ever. Like I swear, don't even ask me. Cause you have a sugar mama now, you do. Mm-hmm. So don't even don't even come to me with these requests, Mike. We have a lot to talk about this this podcast. I, I've never been more excited for a guys only podcast uh, because we just got back from Vegas. We went for the Wilder Fury fight. Uh, my brother got flamed, absolutely to- roasted, to- torched. And toasted, torched by Gigi Hotted. Um, and then what else is going on? Uh, we met Magic Johnson, Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey, PewDiePie roasted Jake too. This is um. A lot, There's a lot. lot. You you lost a ton of money gambling. How, how, yeah, how many topics we got? A lot. I've got I've got sh- getting fucked up by Leo's bodyguards. Oh Jesus! I okay, mean, all kinds. Of where, shit. where should we start? Actually, you know what? I want to start with this. H three H three. Mentioned us on on one of his podcasts recently. Check us out. Check us out. But this <laughs> is the conversations that, that this, this is tame compared to what I saw. Yeah. yeah. Understand how this isn't age restricted. But like, how am surprising. I? How are they clamping down on me? It's like over a course of two hours, of course, I'm going to say shit that like you have to use your 
fucking brain, you two. I'm here trying to run a legitimate business here in earnest. I'm, you know what? It's like use your fucking brain. And they're serving this kid, this shit to kids. It's getting tons of views. I'm sure it's being recommended. Fuck you. <laughs> so, so he's talking about I just spit everywhere it's all right. I, I, if it's I hit your you, show I'm, I'm actually not sorry if it hit you we're boys we're it's there. your show he's talking about our video our content lately which has been a little edgy especially because of that line of roads like bro sometimes it goes to places where um, you know it's not suitable for kids but he's being anal about it yeah this guy's nice. definitely hating <laughs> nice. I don't know if he is I don't know if, I don't know if he's hating I just think he's comparing him uh, kind of being clamped in, in, yeah, in a vice because, because I think one of it, I think the video the podcast he did with Papa John's got removed because something Papa John said sounded like the n-word and uh, I they, saw they pulled it I, did, I don't know the details that's but incredible he dropped a lot of <laughs> he dropped a lot of uh talking points in this video because I, I have watched the whole thing and and some of them are incredibly misguided like one of them was uh you know the majority of the people that watch this stuff is are eight to 11 years old so so this has been the narrative uh for Jake and I for forever and for a, a long period of time it was it was true it was very true and i would always like be hesitant whether because uh analytics my back end says the majority of my audience is 18 to 24 i mean i'm sure most kids are like lying when they sign up for youtube mm -hmm. but it's uh, it's just not the case anymore no um, it, definitely not now not yeah, after it, the podcast yeah, yeah. no the, once we started this we started to age up a little bit and i started to mature the audience sort of shifted it's not it's not the 15 sub age 15 kids watching our stuff anymore and even if it is like there's so much worse stuff on the internet um our videos are demonetized we age restrict some that we think kids absolutely should not and cannot be seeing uh but i think it's you know i love a good uh, expression of emotion he he's, he's Ernst. Ernest. Ernest. Is that how you say it? Ernest, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> as a linguistics lover, I, I wish I'd use that word more often. But I, I also tweeted, I, once I watched this whole video, I tweeted um, something along the lines of like re reinvent or retire. Like if you're, if you're not like, uh -huh. don't, I, don't ever be in a place where you're sitting somewhere talking about bl blaming someone else for your downfall. Or for your or or for your inadequate performance, like he, if if he if if H three H three needs to reinvent and do something different to get to a point where you are of five million, five million, four million, five million, seven million views per video over and over again, then do it. Like do it. Don't I don't you know, think like, I don't I don't even think he's commenting on that because I don't. No, I don't, he does. I, I watched the whole thing. Oh, he's, really? he's, he, okay. he thinks that your videos are being recommended by YouTube are are working the algorithm and YouTube's pushing them, pushing them, pushing them. Which by the way, he may be he may not be wrong. They but, should be. But they're, they're killing it. They're short. They're fun. They're fast paced, and they're aged up. Yeah. Four things that it looks like right now the YouTube algorithm is enjoying quite a bit. So my question Which is, actually surprises me because watch time used to be the uh, biggest thing, first metric, the key metric for uh, pushing videos. And if videos are short, uh, sub five minutes, you know they're not watching a fifteen minute vlog anymore like we used to. So do you think the metric on YouTube has changed for that? Like you said, bro, reinvent YouTube adapted just like the creators did and should. I'm actually worried. On a bigger note, I'm I'm worried about uh, TikTok stars not mm. being able to reinvent. I'm seeing all these kids blow up now, and even like the kids who blew up on Musically and just like still doing the same stuff to this day. And although I know it feels good now, you're making so much money, you got the clout, uh, you got the you got the notoriety. If these kids don't find a way to um, 
translate their talent in in some other form and adapt to the changing times because I, I give TikTok another year, two years, maybe. Yeah, twelve days. Um, they're they're gonna they're gonna be you know in a world of hurt. I remember you one time saying that if you ever become the guy where you look at those TikTok guys and you're like. Uh, they're just not doing what we did that you're out of the game and you're old. Yeah, that's how you know you're out of the, that's how you know you're I, washed up. I feel like you saying that is almost borderline that conversation. It's it's so close. It is so close. And I have I love that I'm I'm noticing myself checking myself because I don't want to be the kid that's like, yo, fuck these kids. Yeah. I'm you not didn't there. Say that. I'm not no I'm no I no I didn't say that. I'm saying right. I'm not there yet. Although I will admit I don't really understand tiktok i don't like when people watch ask me if i watch tiktok i'm like i'm not i don't know what you're saying i'm not watching the same thing as you like the videos that are like going semi-viral now where like it zooms into someone's face and it's like like the madison and dobrik the madison i mean that's like one just as an example i think it's trending i think it's like a trend right now it is and i think there's a big difference also between their ability to capture what's hot currently and to create some sort of brand longevity for themselves that's going to be the that's going to be the the deal breaker for a lot of these kids like are how are you how is uh i'll just use an arbitrary someone how is uh i don't know Daisy, for example, just use that name. How is she through her her lip syncing? How is she creating a long term brand for herself? Like, how do these kids walk away from this with some sort of uh, convertible power? Yeah, that's the, that's the key question. That's what I'm saying. And so, you, and so, you know like, I, I hope some of them see this and start to have that conversation. At least start to have the conversation well, with their you're managers because you're singing someone else's song. You're lip syncing someone else's song. Yeah. The camera's zooming on your face. You're making it, it dumb faces. So what? So how does so when you walk away from TikTok and it's time for you to move on to the next place in in life, do you say to yourself, "I'm really good at mimicking lips to other people's songs, and I can make dope faces"? And do you think people will buy your product as a result of that? Mm, no. But but I do think the top tier, Charlie Dixie, uh, what's what's the other one's name? Uh, Addison. I do believe that at the top level, they have accumulated such a following of so many fucking people mm-hmm. that I think that they will stay just based on the f- the size of their fucking platform. Some influencers don't have much like creative talent other than looking good in places with things, right? Like that's a talent alone to market a product to anyone if you're a model and you that's have that's the quintessential Instagram you know, model, right? Yeah, that's yeah. like it's still some sort of talent. I don't think the creative like uh, approach of mimicking someone's someone else's song or lip syncing someone's song is going to like expand your brand you're never going to be able to take what you did on TikTok playing a little game where you turn around and smile at the camera like you can't no, it's you not, can't convert it's not, that into other things no, precisely it's not like commendable in any in any way but also like these kids are using what they got and it it's it's awesome I'm so happy for them now but they got to find a way to uh to convert um any tips any tips? Uh, have the conversation with people who are smarter than you and have been in Hollywood for years and know how to build a brand. Not, I love not what, just get clapped. I love seeing you right. drop videos in uh, on there just like randomly and they'll get like thirty million views on. Them. Bro, Evan and I did that video in the kitchen. Uh, I'll, I'll pull this up right. Now. I don't even. It, all right, fuck, I'll pull it up. No, you don't have to. It's just I just wanted to say it just because we both shit talk like kind of shit talk. Not you, not as much as me, but I even shit talk it. And now I have like a couple videos that have like millions of views on it's it. Just because I'll fuck around well, and just crazy. a lot of roads. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, even one without it with, with just me and you too. The one that we posted from Vegas. It's almost at a million views. It's just like it, really? the engine is fucking weird. Hey, look.
bro, <laughs> here was the conversation. Evan and I were doing this in real life, and I was like, hey, Mike, you film this? We took 20 seconds. We made this video. 20.6 million views and 3.2 million likes. This platform is not, no no place to sleep, dude. Like, we, we are doing as best as we can making something from something we may not be super invested in, right? We're kind and, of just, it's, and it's crazy to imagine what we bought with all that money we made off that video, too. That's, that's, that's crazy. That's <laughs> hey, yo, if you're TikTok stars, <laughs> if you know how to monetize this platform, please tell please me. Please reach out. All right, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about Las Vegas. Let's talk about Las Vegas. Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, the fight. Great. Great, in my opinion. Fury, uh, Tyson Fury beat the shit out of Deontay Wilder. I, I became worried for Wilder's health. We all were. Oof. How can... Horrifying. How can you take that many hits from a man that big? Tyson Fury is six foot nine. I think he weighed in at two hundred and seventy three pounds, and by round two he was already he was already rocking him. I think he ruptured Deontay's eardrum, <sighs> and then I think that's why he had trouble balancing and uh, fighting back for the rest of the fight. But uh, congrats, Tyson Fury. Deontay Wilder is no doubt a champion. That dude is an animal, a beast, one of the baddest men on the planet. The king, the, the king. Yeah, came but out on a throne and left in a on a throne, bro. I mean, uh, it, was, it was just. What? I would have I would have left in a casket. He got the shit kicked out. Of no, him, I was talking about. Uh, talking sorry, about, I was talking oh, about, oh, about, oh, about oh. Fury. Yeah, yeah. Did they like bring a chair into the ring and walk him out? Almost cool, coolest ring walk I've ever seen. Yeah, they yeah. carried him out on a fucking throne. On a fucking throne. Oh, actually, yeah. yes. Oh, I didn't get to see that part. It was wow. incredible. It was amazing. Yeah. So some so a lot of stuff to unwrap from the fight. <clears throat> One of the biggest things that happened. So we were with Ryan Garcia, who by the way thought Deontay Wilder was going to win this fight. <laughs> he. he Instructed a lot of my fans that he knew for a fact Wilder's going to win the fight. I thought, nice. I thought too. Yeah. In fact, at one point in the fifth round, he made a, a sixth round. He made a bet with me for a hundred dollars that Wilder was somehow going to knock out Fury in this round. I, I go, bro, Wilder is is not even alive right now. He is a stumbling, uh, just jumbled mess of potatoes right now. How, what is he going to do? He's not throwing a punch in rounds. Yeah. And he goes, 100 bucks right now. So I go, I'm going to take that bet. By the way, Ryan Garcia, you still owe me 100 fucking dollars. Before the fight, however, there was even more drama. So we get in there, and the fight prior to the Fury-Deontay Wilder fight, it's a mess. The floor is loaded with people. There's people everywhere. No one's in their seats. It's Ryan Garcia, Logan, me. Garcia's standing on his chair, and I hear from behind us, Hey, short stuff, sit the fuck down. And I'm like, oh shit, someone's yelling at Ryan Garcia. This probably won't end well. And he turns around and he goes, hey buddy, watch your mouth. I don't know, maybe that's not how he talks, but he goes, hey buddy, watch your mouth. And then Logan looks and the guy goes, oh, what the fuck are you going to do about it? So I start filming him. Mm. We're on the floor, <laughs> that's a good idea. Las Vegas fight night. Mm -hmm. Logan turns around again and he goes to open his mouth and I go, do you remember the scene in Casino where Joe Pesci and his brother <laughs> oh, got no. beaten to death in a cornfield? I need you to really think about what you're about to say and more importantly, about who you're about to say it to. Me, me hanging out the shirt, the yep. big chain yeah. on. You motherfuckers. Yeah. I said, listen, we will not leave Las Vegas. Well, we won't leave. So as a note to people who get in fights, Choose don't just worry about who you're fighting. Worry about who supports who you're fucking fighting. Like, I didn't want to have to make that call to our street team and be like, yo, I need you to call in a few favors because we're in bad shape right now. You got to, uh, you really got to choose your battles. And this was one of them. And this is the look I give to dudes who, when I back down, which happens like frequently because I'm not 
trying to like scuffle with people. Uh, <laughs> neither is Ryan Garcia, by the way. That, yeah, that kid is a standout young man. He's he go, he goes quite the gentleman. I, he goes. I said, "Watch your mouth." That's all I needed to say. <laughs> I said what I needed to say. I was. But this is how I, I looked at him when Mike uh, pulled me off the ledge. I was like this. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> You enjoy the fight, sir. Is that uh, the you got lucky this time, or I don't, you got lucky? I'm that's me just trying to terrified. Like, no, like like my pride. Uh, For one second, I'm trying not to like back down, but really, like y- you guys won that. Uh, <laughs> there's and there's just so much testosterone in that in that like ringside area. It, when we were first going out to the seats, too, I, I told well he saw it happen, but I was telling the guys before. Um, I, I'm standing there talking to the lady from Fox. Shout out Fox, Fox Sports, ESPN for bring or that group for bringing us out. We're standing there, I'm talking to her, thanks so much for the seats, blah, blah, and I feel my body get lifted to the side, pushed, thrown. And I turn, and my first thought is to yell at the guy, don't you ever fucking put your hands on me. Like yelling at him, don't you ever fucking put your hands on me. And Jeff goes, yo, yo, that's that's Leo's bodyguard. And I go, I don't give a fuck who it is. Don't fucking, t-. and I kept going, and he's like, just calm down. So Leo had just walked in. Mm-hmm. With his hood up and his hat and, and all this shit on, and his guards pushing him through, but it was it was mayhem. I mean, the time before the fight is absolutely fucking crazy down there. And then we went to the seats, and whatever happened after that, Tyson Fury beat the living shit out of Wilder. I would have bet on Deontay Wilder. I would have. I, I think I thought Tyson Fury was going to win, but I would have bet on Wilder. <laughs> Why didn't you bet? Uh, I lost six thousand dollars <laughs> playing blackjack. Oh. And you know what? It's crazy. I, I keep. I had this logic that if I just keep playing, eventually I'll win. Right? Oh. But, Totally, but it's just not coming to fruition. I think I've lost. I've lost tens of thousands of dollars in Las Vegas. Just keep putting money in the machine. It'll eventually <laughs> you'll win, bro. I'm starting to think that's just that's flawed logic. He I, says it to the dealer. We so we play blackjack all the time, and he always says it to the dealer, just like fucking around. He'd be like, he's like, I, see, you know, you know why I don't lose, lady. That's what he says. He goes, because I know the rules of the casino. As long as you keep playing. You can't lose. You can't lose. And the lady, <laughs> every time the lady looks at him and goes, what the fuck is wrong She doesn't with you know you're kid, kidding. Dude? No, she does. She didn't. She didn't know he was kidding. But he, so we sit down. He takes out three grand. We sit down. I, I, I took out, I don't know. I had a thousand bucks on me. I lost mine immediately. I look over. He's got about 15,000. I won it in five minutes. Five minutes. So here's, <laughs> here's his game plan. What happened? Here's his game plan. Sits down, bets five hundred. Uh, if he wins, bets a thousand. If he wins, bets two thousand. If he wins, bets four thousand. Great strategy. It's a, it's a, it works. There's, there's usually a staggered strategy when it comes to blackjack. Mm-hmm. You go up, you lose a hand, you go back down. He never goes back down. So he bets five hundred, a thousand, two thousand, four thousand. Loses the four thousand dollar hand, puts four thousand more into the fucking pot. And I'm like, you got to get off the gas when the table starts to get cold. He doesn't realize it. So 15,000 quickly became zero back to the ATM. Another 3000 zero. Yeah. I, I think my, uh, my short attention span and my patience is part of the problem. Cause I have none. Why don't you just go up and then walk away? Cause you know, you're not going to play any longer. Uh, I only walk away from Italian gangsters who are threatening me at uh, <laughs> fights in MGM Arena. Well, what's the goal, though? Like, are you just going to keep betting and keep winning? The goal winning? is to get fucking rich, man. Yeah, but are you going to keep betting and then win like 30000 and 60000 yeah. and 120000 yeah, yeah. It doesn't work like that, man. What? The house always wins. Mac, it can, use it your can. brain. Use your brain. Yeah. If you put 15000 down and you win, you get 30000 And if you put 30000 down and you win, you get 60000 that's, that's granted that you beat the game as of, long as that's you like keep trying playing. to make you lose the entire time. I just want to say for everyone who doesn't get this, is complete satire. Don't Just don't gamble and don't keep playing once you start losing. Um, 
Save but if you gamble, yeah. But if you gamble, just bring what you're comfortable losing, just a little, a little bit of money. He he goes nuts. And by the way, he's comfortable losing what he lost, to, for the uh, most part, right? Nobody's comfortable yeah, yeah, losing. Yeah. Oh, oh. Grand. So I lost six thousand dollars, and I was like, I, it did suck. Yeah. It stung. And then I went to go withdraw more money, and the guy next to me is like, "Lady, you better hurry up and give me my cash because I spent five hundred thousand dollars here today that you guys took from me." And I was like. Oh. Ah, six thousand ain't that bad. I'll probably be all right. For these big ballers, but in half a million dollars oh, yeah. in, in casinos, fight weekend. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. So should we just do the thing? Yeah. What are we doing? A skit? Nah. The uh. The uh. Jake. Yeah. I, oh, I, got, I got the sign. Jake Zane. So, did you? Is his name spelled like that? Yeah. Z a y. Yeah. But on Twitter, I think it's the opposite or something. Something something happened. Something Who's, went down who, with. Who, but does anyone know who the guy is walking around the front yard? I noticed that. It's I, Johannes is walking around the front yard and he he just pacing. Jeff invited oh, some people over, I guess. Cooper. Oh, Cooper. All right, all right, cool. So okay, so all right, I I need to get this right because I got one shot to not miss my chance to blow this opportunity. Comes <laughs> once in a <laughs> lifetime. Nice, nice. All right, so that was good. You may have seen on Twitter, Gigi Hadid roasted my little brother Jake Paul. Um, let's see what she said. I'm gonna pull up the tweet here because Jake one night in Vegas during a, a crazy night in Vegas attempted to like hang out or, or, or talk to Zane or something. And apparently Zane wasn't too nice to him. So that upset Jake and Z- uh, Jake put out a couple tweets, um, that I think are now deleted about Zane not being crazy nice to him. And Gigi said, LOL, because he doesn't care to hang with you and your embarrassing crew of YouTube groupies. Home alone with his best friends like a respectful king because he has me, sweetie. Unbothered by your irrelevant, ugly ass. Go to bed. I think Jake has a nice ass. Bagged and tagged. Down down for the... Just roasted and toasted. I woke up Sunday. I saw this. I said, no, not like this, bro. Not like this because we've been... We've been... We've been having conversations with Jake. If you saw the last podcast yeah. with Jake, we're to, we, we are talking to him about um, leveling up. And he was he was drunk. And I'll, I'll go ahead and point this to like alcohol being like the root of yeah. so many problems. And he and he mm. tweeted some dumb shit. Um, and I, be careful what you wish for because he just got uh, an altercation. Eight hundred and forty thousand <laughs> likes on GG Suite. Hey, this is the equivalent of me being roasted by Chris D'Elia. Like he's the go- he's the yeah. comedian but, goat. But let's be honest, he ain't Gigi fucking Hadid. Dude. Here's, here's that this is fucking royalty. <laughs> this kid, this kid wakes up the next morning and and, and can I blow your cover here? He, he hasn't been having as much luck on the sobriety side as me. You, what, you, what do you mean as much? Luck? I intentionally that. drink okay. on vacation, per- the ranch, and Coachella. Those are my. Three I wanted you to say it for me. Right. You wake up the next morning and he he texts me. We have we have a business chat with me, him, and manager Jeff, and he says, "Boys." How, how, how do I get involved? How do I activate? I got some ideas. I go, Logan, you don't. We, 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 we went hands off on All this. Right, so you, don't, you don't get involved. This one, well, is, well, this one is fucking over. Fat you, are, you are heating up again, brother. Views are up. Everything's up. You love models. Please don't piss off Gigi Hadid. And by the way, once again, not only piss off her, but the people who support her, just like the mob dude in the back row. I wasn't. Gonna- <laughs> I, I wasn't coming at it from an angle of uh, defending my brother because I do think he was in the wrong here. I told him that. Yeah. Um. I was coming at it from an angle of like this is an opportunity to to make to get it a viral yeah, tweet. Yeah. Like like so, anything funny. Like if I would have said like embarrassing, okay. Ugly or irrelevant? Sure. Ugly? How dare you fucking call? My brother, my good-looking younger brother. Ugly. 
I said, but like, nah, I, I, I wanted to like stay hands off anyways. I, can I tell you what my text was? Sure, I'd I said, love to, I'd love I that. said, here's my issue here. One, this needs to be perfect. Anything less and we miss the mark and the majority doesn't understand your insane witty sarcasm and we lose. Two, risk versus reward. In the 5% chance that your tweet goes viral and does hit, what is the reward? A viral tweet? Wow, you've done that 450,000 fucking times. Jake is off the fucking rails and we're in blow mode. You need to suppress your desire to get involved in this conversation and just watch from the sidelines, brother. So here's what the people don't know. All right. I was with Jake that night. We split up. That's when he ran into Zane. I went back to his hotel room at 3 a.m. He goes, bro, I ran into I ran into Zane from One Direction and he wasn't that nice to me. Like he uh, like I asked him to like hang out or something. He kind of just like shrugged me off. And the conversation, I think, upset Zane or, or maybe it was this tweet because then Jake showed me the tweet. And I actually take 10% responsibility for this whole thing going down because I wish I would have um, been a proper older brother and been like, yo, this is, this is stupid. This is petty. Like, please delete this. You look like an idiot. But I, I, I'm not going to lie. I was just a big, dumb, drunk idiot. Like, I couldn't I, – I, I wasn't functioning at a normal brain capacity. So he showed me this tweet and um, he goes – I'm like, well, how is it now? He's like, yo, he, like he's mad. Listen, Jake's room is across the hall from Zane's room. I think it, they may have seen each other in the hallway. And it's the room at the Westgate yep. that we've stayed in a lot of times. They're very, they're very nice to us. It, yep. it is a massive room. Same with Jake's. They're two big rooms. He's, I'm sure Zane has guests in his room. Jake has guests in his room. And Jake's like, yeah, I think like he's, he's upset. Like, listen. So I poke my ear out. And um, Zane, is, he's screaming. He's screaming from inside his room. And now I start to get a little bit uneasy because... A, I don't like I don't like people being unhappy. B, especially with my brother, and I don't I just don't like beef in Hollywood, especially now because I feel I really do feel like I'm at a, a, such a solid point in my life where I'm finally starting to get to get some good public sentiment and uh, people are feeling good about the stuff we're putting out. Yep. And so like I'm I'm gonna go try to be a diplomat and squash this beef because um, again I it, like I, I share the last name as the kid. And people mistake us all the time. I'm going to run into Zane and Gigi at an event, a party like Coachella. Who knows? I just want to make it so we can both go to bed and rest well that night without being stressed out about this. This Whatever bullshit happened between Jake and Zane. So, Logan Paul, the mediator. Absolutely. And by the way, I want to pat myself on the back. I tend to like, I tend to be a pretty like, I, I talk to people for a living. Like mm -hmm. this is what I do. So I tend to be, I can have like healthy, good civil discourse and good conversation. So I go over to, um, to his room and I, I knock on the door, bro, he's screaming, he's losing his mind. And I'm, I'm standing there just kind of confused and he's throwing out insults. He's like, you're a fucking YouTube, my mate. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, bro. Can I, can I talk to you for one second? I just want to like clear it. Like the, whatever happened earlier was with my brother. That's not me. Yeah. I'm here. And uh, there's a girl in his room. She's screaming, stop, stop, stop. And um, Jake actually took a video here. And I think, I guess. Who was the girl? I don't know. Uh, but. Yeah, I, I, I would presume like a manager or uh, someone on his team, maybe an assistant or something. Um, but here, here's the video that Jake took, and you can hear him screaming. Yo, facts. My, my friend, my friend, my friend. Talk, talk to me for, talk to me for one second. So, bro, I, eventually, I'm like, okay, I think. I, I think I'm gonna give up. He's 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 on one right now. I'm not sure I can uh, mend this situation. 
But then the girl opens the door and Zane's in the background. He's still screaming. She's like, stop, stop, stop. And she's like, she's like, she's like, uh, she's like, listen, you got to go. I go, I, before I do that, I want to apologize on behalf of me and my brother, especially if there's any beef here, I'd love to squash it. If I, I could talk to Zane for one second, so he doesn't go to bed upset mm-hmm. and have a, a shitty night. I, that'd be awesome. Um, and she, she's like, it was, she screams at him. She's like, it was his brother. And she, she's like, we know, we know, we know. And then she shut the door. Then she left. And then, um, I kind of gave up. I, I, I did the best I could. I tried to be like civil about this and tried to have a conversation. And then I woke up the next morning and, and Gigi just fucked Jake in the face with that tweet. The fucked uh, up, uh, the fucked up part about it too, is the whole conversation, the whole argument would have just died if Jake hadn't tweeted about it. You think, I mean, Zane wasn't going to go on talk on Twitter about it. No, Zane doesn't give a fuck. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. saying. Why do you guys see this as a bad thing? You said, Jake, you need to level up. Now he's getting tweeted at by A-list celebrities. (laughs) That's incredible. It's not not what you said. You need to level up. You didn't give him any clear instructions. Yeah, we did. We talked to him. We talked to him for hours. Especially off camera. I know. I totally understand. You were there. I know. I was there. But what I'm saying is, this is a, this is. I mean, he needs something. This Bro, is he's out. Jake, it's Jake is Jake is out of control. He he. This is not me talking shit. He needs a break. He needs a breather. He rolled into a dinner that we were having with some very, 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 very fucking influential people. Like even more, like very important fucking people at this table. I made it very clear. Please do not take any photos at this dinner. This is a direct request from those people. He walks in to to dinner, no shirt on, stomach hanging out, hair going crazy, screaming, blues popping the paparazzi camera off hundreds of shots at a time. It's it's slightly embellished. He wasn't screaming. He he didn't have a shirt on. He had a a short sleeve button down. But his whole stomach, everything was hanging out. Like everything was hanging out. So blues taking pictures. We're like, yo, fucking stop. Listen, Listen to what I'm saying to you. He just keeps snapping. He thought we were joking. And I, I go, yo, you take another picture. I'm, I'm punching you in this restaurant. <laughs> he, he finally listened, but um, you, you saw Jake. It, J- I Jake needs, uh, he needs something. He needs, uh, and I, I, I fucking hate that I have to say this, but I believe Jake, if this wasn't it, needs his Tokyo. What oh, is no. something? What is something that is absolutely gonna push the reset button on him? And because I've talked to him privately, we've talked to him on this podcast, and um, I, I, I've even given him like very specific tactical advice. I believe he needs to take a long hiatus from YouTube, disappear, sell his house, try new things, gain some real skill, gain some knowledge, immerse himself in culture, education, books, whatever it is. And find himself because I think he's a little lost right yeah, now. I think still, all, still box. All those still, are great. Yeah, definitely no trauma. Definitely more time. Like experience would definitely help out for yeah. sure. And then yeah. you add Pewdie into it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Same day, no. two hours later, oh. second video back after his hiatus, oh, no. and his video is all about Jake Paul, financial freedom, just an mm. absolute. And by the way, we watched the whole thing and. and I have to just say it once again. PewDiePie is a is a fucking entertainer. It was, it was absolutely it was hilarious, yeah. and and it's good to have him back because his shit's funny to watch. But honestly, my biggest note on it, and it's something that I I had already been thinking about the night before, is man, I'm I'm really enjoying not drinking. Nice. I am really, in, and this is not a note for anyone. I've said it before. I don't want anyone to follow that. I mean, if you want to, you can, but. As soon as 12 a.m. rolls around, my entire squad is a group of basic white bitches <laughs> running around like a bunch of chickens with their fucking heads cut off. Just dumb being, shit. Being a normal human when you're drunk is 
Bro, it's difficult. And then I, and so I automatically elevate to, to complete leadership of the group. Nice. Get to have all the cool business conversations, get to talk to all the managers with all the people, make a bunch of connections. But for the most part, also squash any major issues that are happening around the group. Oh my God, this person's doing that. This person's doing that. It's just nice to be fully. It's nice to be in that atmosphere where there's so much going on fully in control of yourself. It's a, it's an interest. It's a very interesting dynamic. And I would encourage everyone to try it at least once go out, experience nightlife, not obliterated and see what, see what it feels like for you. So I actually taught back to the story. <laughs> so, Oh wait, what? We yeah. went to PewDiePie. Are we still going on this one? You went, we to, you went to PewDiePie. <laughs> oh, my bad. Um, so I talked to Jake. This, this is just the, the wrap up. I did, I did manage to speak to Jake just for a little bit. And, um, I did kind of snap on him um via text he's just in this in, in in a bit of a limbo period right now in his life and um quarter life crisis he's young essentially man. yeah qlc classic that that is? did you have one were you I, I my did. whole life has been yeah for sure quarter i was just crisis. lost i didn't have a, a like clue what i was doing where i was going anything and then i just started finding the things i really love to do mm. photography writing mm. painting all that stuff and then just exploded on that as much as I could possibly do in that direction. And it led me here. I was hung over on that Sunday. Um, when I kind of like went off on Jake via text and just told him, told him, um, what I think he should do next, what mm -hmm. I think he should do about this. Um, in an attempt to save face and, and, you know, be, be a big brother. And, um, uh, I tend to get like sort of emotional when I'm, when I'm hung over, like sad almost. And I saw uh, something that day, a couple of things that just were like making me sad. And I got this super uh, strong feeling of like despair about where we are in society. And I believe social media is great as it is. And, you know, it's my birthplace, my, my home amplifies uh, a lot of the problems that we have, mm -hmm. which isn't great. And I'm, I'm very strongly yearning for the day where these platforms really do make us feel connected. Instead of like constant wars, clicks, virality that tends to stem from negativity, pessimism. Um, Is that just human nature though? To form I, tribes I, and clicks? I, I, I want to be optimistic and say, oh, hold up. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. But why did they have to be rooted in, um, like I said, negativity? It can always be positivity, but I mean, it's just like people find like people. And I'm- I, Some are I, more I, outspoken than others. So. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed that most people- the like people that find like people, most people have a problem with themselves mm -hmm. and they take it out. I also, I also feel like a lot of the people that are out making positive change in the world and doing things that make them truly happy. Like Boy and Slat. Aren't, aren't spending their days in like long form Twitter rants. They're out making change. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the, they have work the to like do. it's, it's almost like a, it's almost like a proxy, like a proximity and like a, relevancy conversation as it pertains to why we see so much negative shit because yeah. the people that are doing truly positive shit, helping people aren't tweeting and aren't, yeah. aren't fucking posting Instagram photos of them standing with their ass out in front of a <laughs> bathtub in Mykonos. Those people can still be they're doing, doing positive things. They're though. doing shit ne My like the, like social media is a great place for the negative people to turn to because it's, it's already such a breeding ground for negativity. People like so to complain. Like, we know this, but I have a question. Logan, does this make you mad? 
what just like talking neg- to all this negativity on the internet we talked about this pretty- not not mad a like i said a very strong feeling of despair okay. of like of like hopelessness almost and what, what about you and, it- and, and 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 um what amplified that for me because i said i said I, I saw some sad shit that day there was a, a young man who came up to me in the airport he wheeled his wheelchair up to me <laughs> um dude had the fucking best energy he's just like mate he's, he was from the uk he's like i'm a big fan my girlfriend's a big fan. Would you mind making a video for her? Her name's Tully. So I made a video for him. We just talked in the airport, had a, had a brief conversation. And um, this dude smiled, smiled at me, just like like lit me up. Get on the plane. As I'm deboarding the plane, I see him. Um, fuck. Ah, I'm going to get emotional actually talking oh. about this. Um, ah, fuck. Yeah. There's always yeah. a Paul brother crying on the show. It's every episode. Let the man weep. Oh, no, I love seeing it. I didn't even think he had feelings. Oh, this is great. Shit. So I'm, I'm getting off the plane, and I see this dude um, seated towards the front of the plane as everyone's deboarding. And he's waiting there, and I, I was like, hey, man. He goes, thanks again, Logan. I appreciate it. I go, bro, like, have a good day. Um, yeah, it's my pleasure. And I, I walk past him, and I realize he's waiting for the entire plane to deboard before he gets in his wheelchair and then leaves the plane and like um that made me realize like you don't you don't even think about or understand the problems that people are having and putting your life into perspective like i i got i got so much like empathy and respect for him and the the way he moves about his life and Mm -hmm. still having like an energy that he had um and it just, uh, yeah, like like a like a real sense of like existential um, hopelessness stem from like all this shit. I'm like, I'm I'm crying about it, but uh, yeah, man. Do you want to know why he's so happy? By the way, he's a perspective expert. When I was in when I was in New York City last week with Lana, we went mm-hmm. for a quick night. She got done with what she was doing at her job. Whatever she did, some feature. And it was three thirty in the morning. We rolled out. We walked over to Joe's Pizza. And we were walking in. Probably about the same age as that guy. Same kind of build. White guy in a wheelchair. Except he wasn't waiting for everyone to deboard a plane. He was sitting outside Joe's Pizza in twenty six degree weather, with a sheet over him, shooting heroin into his foot. Same. So, so like it's, it, it's a, it's just a perspective thing. Like that guy Logan made that video for, he knows that someone somewhere is suffering f- immensely worse than he has. Mm-hmm. And so it's, 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 but yeah, I mean, I saw the effect that it had on him because he well, it's just like, yo, if he, if he's, if he is moving about his life with the positivity that he has, yeah. what the fuck? fuck am i gonna complain about (laughs) some petty bullshit like yo shut the fuck up dude people are always whining about something and it can and it can get so much worse like please just check yourself check yourself before you whine about something because it there are people like with legitimate problems out there people who are legitimately struggling with something and to see just like a lot of these like just like just babies, bro. Snags on Twitter, just saying <laughs> shit about s- snags. We're sensitive new age guy. <laughs> nice. Complaining about something. I don't know, Amazing. bro. I don't know. I just started getting super, uh, super in my feelings about definitely it. Definitely jazz it up. So, Mike, to you, does like does the snag movement, does this like negative always being toxic type stuff? Does that does that make you mad, Mike? Nothing, nothing. No, nothing really makes me mad because what I've realized over the past like few months is that 
there's there kind of is almost an equal weight, especially for celebs or influencers of negative and positive messaging. Mm -hmm. When I go through my messages, yeah, there's like, aren't you 35? I, I go, I think to myself, I'm like, aren't you nine? Like, what are we just telling each other what ages we are? No, what the fuck is going on right now? For every one of those, like, you're fucking a porn star. Okay, I know that. Like, what, 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 what are you doing? And for every one of those, there's, hey, I'll get a message. Hey, I was very seriously considering hurting myself in the past week. Mm-hmm. Upon watching your videos and knowing that you made it out of whatever funk you were in in your life, I did not do that. I was, I have been, I'm in Ohio. I've been abusing heroin for the past eight years. Knowing that you walked away from that makes me not want to do heroin anymore. Mm. So like, do I get affected when somebody's like, you're like the same age as my father. <laughs> nah, not really. Okay, nah, great. I'm kind of chilling, bro, because like. So what you're saying is that doesn't what? make you mad, Mike. Uh, <sighs> here we go. Here we go. I, I can't believe I can't believe you just did what that. Tran- nice transition. It was I, I don't know if you know this, your- but I literally started with Logan. He went through an entire emotional breakdown. Mike just got jazzed with about that in mind. With the entire thing in mind. I can't believe that. Nice. Shake my hand, brother. I give, give you me, permission give like to speak long- at your leisure. Nice. Yeah, what do you want to say? We'll sit back for a second. All right. Hey, you hey. may have seen. Actually, let me let me let me let me start from the beginning here. A while ago, we made a uh, documentary in mock form. Let's call it a mockumentary, a parody, um, trolling the flat Earth community. We infiltrated the flat Earth community under the guise that I, Logan Paul, convinced by my friend Mike, believes that the Earth is flat. We don't. We're not, we're, not, we're not morons, but um, we 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 uh, made a very strong satire. It was like a hit piece on the community. Now we interviewed the flat earthers at at this convention that we went to, and we got consent forms and waivers and permission for them to be in the film from every single person we interviewed. One guy who was standing there with a rocket. Apparently, he shoots himself into space with this homemade rocket mm-hmm. so he could prove that the Earth is flat, so he could see it. We don't, we're not relying on NASA. I'm going to do it myself. And he built it. I think he had a couple successful runs. His name was Mad Mike Hughes. He was on Tosh.0. He was a great. He was great. He was super, he was super passionate about building these rockets and mm-hmm. on his mission to prove that the earth is flat. Um, we learned that he's notorious for suing people that make oh, him look God. bad. Suing the living shit out of people. For <laughs> defamation of character. No. Sure enough, three months later, lawsuit. Mad Mike Hughes suing Logan Paul. And Mike Malak. I was glad that he was first ever lawsuit. First lawsuit ever. Well, for this at least. For half a million dollars in damages. And he wanted us to go to jail for, I was going to say five, but you're holding three 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 years. years. Yeah, I was given two, so I'll just do one. Three Three, three years in jail and 500,000 in damages. Those YouTube AdSense monies weren't that great back then. Um, And And it was a real lawsuit, like not some bullshit. Like he wasn't just saying it on Twitter. The legal team over at whatever, whatever, and whatever got involved and they were monitoring the situation and it was still ongoing. And even up until, you know, a week or so ago, we had heard about it. We flew home from Las Vegas yesterday. And when we got off the plane, we found out that Mad Mad Mike Hughes crashed his rocket. He's he's dead. Mad Mike Hughes is dead. He crashed his Mm. steam powered rocket and perished in the accident. Yeah. What a legend, though. I mean, just to, I, it, it, they call him Mad Mike Hughes. Live by he, the sword, die by the sword. Daredevil man. facts, dude. Um, He's like evil Knievel, kind of. 
Very much so. Yeah. Backyard rocket scientist. That's that's legendary. Yeah. So so what happened was upon I think uh, I saw the video upon takeoff the parachute got ripped off of the uh, the rocket and uh, so he just bro it was actually horrifying he just nosedived into the earth and obviously was just killed upon impact. Um, so I mean rest in peace to this fucking legend, Mad Mike Hughes. Um, condolences to to his family. And, yeah, all, yeah, and all his yeah. friends, everyone yeah, in the absolutely. flat earth community, like, uh, although like, I definitely like, don't think the earth is flat. I gotta, I gotta feel for y'all here. Um, because he was definitely a, uh, a, a front runner in the movement. I don't, yeah, I don't wish he made it up to space and on his way back down. He didn't make it up to space. Yeah, the rocket like, oh, on the way up. Yeah. They're not, they're not space rockets. They're like, uh, steam powered, steam powered. Like how high is he going? Probably 500,000 a yeah, couple hundred no, feet. No, stop. He's a couple not, hundred he, feet. He's no. not going very My high. My water-powered rocket at the end of Domino Rally went higher than that. There's no fucking. There's no way. How uh, I, I would say. I, final answer: one to two thousand feet. That's maybe. it. That's it. He's not and going he, very and high. And he was so trying impressive. to read the curvature from that height, yes. like from that from yeah. that height. Why don't you just take a plane? Yeah. It. it I, I never wish badly upon anyone, even someone suing us. Like it, it really, it really is unfortunate. And I, I did see once again back to the negative side of the internet. I did see some really nasty fucking dude, comments. Dude, dude, the tweets on the thread. I, I don't even know if I can read them because they'll be taken out of context. I don't. I don't like. I actually don't think that's. But the 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 tweets under the thread of the video. Oh my god, bro! People are people are fucking ruthless. The only the only thing that I would say is, yeah, nothing. They're, they're saying the only here, thing I would say is nothing. They're saying here at the bottom of this article that it, it was worth it for him to have this incredible death to create awareness for the movement. It did go viral, yeah. I'm going I'm to be honest. That's where I'm going to put my foot down and say, like, please stop. Please, please stop. Look at like how many signs you need before it's like, yo, cut the shit. People are getting hurt. People are dying. Trying to trying to prove that the Earth is flat. Just like I, I've said it so many times in this podcast because we did get involved. Like it, it's over. It is so over and done. It was like a wave for a little bit because people formed little cliques and wanted to be a, a part of something. But it's done, dude. The, the Earth is is round as a, as a baseball, as spherical as a testicle. They would say. That was bad. They would no, say. That was bad. They would I say. Have said that. Do you know how many uh, testicles aren't even spherical? They're. They're uh, ovular. They're ovular. Yeah, but so ovular. is the Earth. The Earth is pear shaped. Yeah, so maybe that was the Earth know. is pear shaped. What are you talking about? Oh, you didn't know? What's your Ask problem? Have you ever seen a pear? Yeah. yeah. The Earth is pear shaped. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's 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 a weak pear. It's a weak pear. Um since the Earth is flattened at the poles and bulges at the equator, geodesy represents the figure of the Earth as an oblate spheroid. The oblate spheroid, or oblate ellipsoid, is an ellipsoid of revolution obtained by rotating an ellipse about its shorter axis. Right. Um, refining the Earth's pear, pear shape. I actually heard this from Neil deGrasse Tyson, so if you're going to come at me, come at Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> yeah, but it's not a pear. A pear it, it's, is, dude, a pear is like... Dude, it's a, it's a weak pear. It's not... It's, it's like this. No, it's not. It's not the first one. It's like this. It ain't the first one. Bullshit. It's like this. No way. No, it's not. It is. It has a big stem growing on the top of it. How are you going to go from the flat earth to this? The earth is a penis. The earth is shaped like a penis. It's a dick. And that's on God. No, I think it's actually like this. I think it's like this. Actually, that looks so stupid. This is ridiculous. I just heard it, bro, on Joe Rogan. I mean, dude, it's totally possible. Things could have fallen off. Like, who knows? There's no way it's a perfect sphere. I get that, but I mean, it's got to be a little bit not shaped like what about a pear. That third row in the middle. 
This one? Down. No, down. This down, one? Down, down. This one? Yeah, what's that? Oh, I like the one on the left. I could believe that. Neil deGrasse Tyson first says that. Next, I'll tell them the earth is shaped like a shiitake mushroom. Oh, wait, I'll see. Oh, I think this is a meme page. Yeah. You got to get caught because some people will come across this and believe it. You really fucked yourself into a fuck fest on this one, man. What do you mean? I mean, which which one of those looks is is the earth? Yeah, you just definitely said the earth is not flat and then said it's shaped like a pear. I, I, I need you yeah, to make a decision Yeah, I think you might end here. up with some issues. Yo, <laughs> quote me. The earth is shaped like a pear. Oh, oh, shit. The earth is pear. The earth <laughs> is pear. People around Yo, but, the globe know that. Hey, I produced you, that song. Just so everyone knows. Yeah, I never got any credit for it. But, we made it in a hotel room. Yeah. You want it? You want people to stop um, searching this or stop working on this theory that the Earth is flat? I I hate it. Yeah, but I but they it. would say they would say that this is the same kind of thing that the apostles heard. You know, or yeah. like, or you know, like, I you know, know what I'm saying? Like, like they Old are Testament so. Stuff. This is. They're not just going to be like. Mike Hughes is dead. Our theory is over, and more so. Logan Paul has publicly shunned us and told us oh, to God. stop wait, his wait, movement. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> like, if anything, that's going to fuel their shit more. Hold on, hold on a second. <laughs> I know that. I've done it before. The whole mockumentary was about it. I, I have no problem bringing awareness to it. I just, like, use your fucking brain. Yeah. Stop, like, no, I get that. Stop wasting time trying to prove something that has been proven the opposite. For hundreds of years now. Unless you're that Steve dude. What was the dude's name, Which Steve? One? Where he's like, he's like, uh, uh, hello. I don't know, but he was, he was great. Is this uh, Robert? Robert, Robert what? We love Robert. Robert. He, dude, I wish dude, we could. I love, I love their enthusiasm. I love them as people. They're, they're fascinating to me. That's why mm -hmm. we did what we did. They're awesome. They're entertaining. Mm -hmm. But like, yo, is there a chance they're trolling us? Yes. Totally possible. Yeah. And are the they? Are we the idiots here? Uh, they're, no, they're still the idiots. I don't think so. I think they're elevated. I think they're operating on a level that we can't even comprehend. They're trolling the entire world, the flat world. No, wow, <laughs> they're trolling the entire pear-shaped earth. They are. I think I I have a theory that Robbie Davidson doesn't think the Earth is flat. Yeah. Robbie Davidson makes his money off the conventions, convinces people to believe this somewhat fringe thing totally that possible. maybe could be technically true, but not fucking really. Um, I got one it? one quick unpopular opinion, too. I heard this the other day in Vegas right before we left. Supposedly, the argument between Jake and Zane was about the flat earth. No, impossible. Whoa. Really? And you Zane, heard it here and, first. And, and Zane Malik is actually a hardcore flat earther. Oh, no way. And Jake was trying to argue him and... Uh, Gigi Hadid is actually Robbie Davidson's daughter. <laughs> My, is uh, is this a Western civilization thing? Like, if you were to go around the world, would you find other people that think the Earth is flat? For sure. Well, you can't go around the world. You don't. Uh, well, go, you know what I mean. Go like, under it. Uh, okay. To get to if you, if you dug <laughs> you to go some sort of tunnel across. to wherever the hell you have to go to get to some other place on this planet. Would they are there still flat earth yes, believers? Absolutely, but they're upside absolutely. down, dude. Dude, dude, dude this, <laughs> that's Australia. <laughs> they're just upside Mike, down. Mike, keep these coming. These are great. These are great. <laughs> they walk on their heads. <laughs> oh no! I'm a, I'm a flat earther for sure, bro. That's the statistic is insane. How like, many people think this is real? How many? You did the research. This is our expert. Right like, here. what's under the earth? Is everybody's doodle bob under the earth? Is that how it works? <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. I think we need to go to the core of the earth. That'd like his cool. Lana Rhodes anal roads down. Everything's just backwards or upside down there. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. There's a there's a sciencealert.com. No, one third of millennials don't actually think the earth is flat. They I may have seen some inflated statistic. Um, We're just getting trolled left and right. It also completely depends on where you're raised. Because something tells me the flyover state's got a lot more flat earthers than the Californians and New Yorkers. Well, I bet you there's even more in Antarctica. I spent some time there as a kid. Oh, no. We're back. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just so you know, that, this whole documentary has been coming up a lot. We should probably do another one. Do you know I have an IMDb? Did I tell you? Shut up. Look me up. <laughs> You're going to love this. <laughs> Mike Malak. This IMDb. came from uh, Mike's morning Google search of himself. No. <laughs> Someone posted it. Sure. Shut up. You're a girl that's singing and oh skip it. Oh sorry. <laughs> Mike Mike Malak, flat oh earth to God. the edge and back. Micro <laughs> I didn't see that because I saw oh, my no. phone. True Jordy podcast himself guest. Nice. Holy shit. Micro influencer as Mike Malak. Didn't they get it backwards? Which one am I in real life? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, you keep on this Lana train, you're going to be macro real soon. You're, you're not even micro anymore. You're mid. mid, mid you're mid-fluencer. Uh, I met Magic Johnson. Here's the unfortunate part. I had no idea I was meeting Magic Johnson. God dang it. <laughs> not, a, not a clue. Uh, I'm like, this dude's dope. Conversational. A lot of people look at him. We're just having a good time, fucking around, talking about whatever. And I look at Mike, and Mike's, <laughs> Mike's standing in the corner like this. I'm talking to this guy, and Mike, I, I, I stopped talking to him. I'm like, what, what, what was going on there? I said I was living vicariously through for such an important moment in my life. Usually, I walk over, like I'm usually with him, like we and Jeff too. We'll just walk up in groups. But at this moment, I was he was walking up to Magic and Steve Harvey. I said, I'm gonna sit this one out, and I just watched. And they shook hands. He and Magic Johnson was like, "Good to meet you, brother." What did what did he say? What do you say to you? I forget. I made him laugh. I went into jokes real quick. Um, but you know what? I don't mind that I didn't know who he was. No, fine. You know why? Because I know for a fucking fact he didn't know who I was. And we were connecting as two human strangers <laughs> nice, that were having nice. a good ass time. That's cool. Yeah. And I will say, I'm definitely more at fault for not fucking realizing who it is. I'm not a basketball fan. Yeah. I'm not. So I don't know. Like, but, but how did you not know? I was going to say he's one of those people that transcends sporting. Absolutely. Like he's like magic. Yeah, of course. I know his name for sure. Nice. For sure. I've heard his name for sure. For sure. I, I, I don't. I, I could have told you basketball for sure. I just don't know much about his legacy. And and uh, excuse my ignorance for sure. For all the basketball fans right now who are literally just like cringing listening to me like say this. <laughs> some things I just don't know about. And like fucking kill me if that's so bad. What? A, no. I mean, don't really kill no, me. I was going to say. Like, like, don't, like don't. So can you imagine? Held up at gunpoint. You don't fucking know. You don't know what magic, magic is. is. Fuck you. Uh, we went to the club after. Yep. To Marquee, yeah. I found out that telling girls that I can't talk to them because I have a girlfriend <laughs> is actually a horrible fucking strategy. Oh, that's like gasoline on a horrible. Never say anything like it. I saw there were these two girls that were that were eye penetrating me, and I, t I told uh -oh. Jeff. Like I said, Jeff, please monitor the situation. They they <laughs> intercept intercept. They found their way over to me. It was it. And by the way, I called it after the fact. It, it quite literally probably one of the most layup threesomes I've ever seen in my life. So I'm standing there with my hands to my side. And I said, good, good to meet you girls. I said, I would have came up and said hi sooner, except I just got into a relationship and I have a girlfriend. And I thought once again, 
that they would say the following sentence. I'm so happy for you. Wish nothing but the best for you and your new girlfriend. She said to me, why the fuck would you do that? You're so fucking hot. <sighs> and I was like, this fucking, this is fucked. Jeff kicked me in the balls. He saw me. He saw me just having a quick wow. three second well, conversation. Right, hold on. That's another thing. Kick me in the nuts. Hard. Jeff was Jeff was I, on one. Jeff was on one. Are we doing this? He's, he's saying, saying no, but no, fuck no, that. No, 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 no. Hold, no, no, hold no, him accountable. No, no, respect him. Hold him accountable by snitching on him. All right. <laughs> look, look, look. How about some of the other a, stuff? I, he rode the zamboni. You rode the zamboni around. <laughs> you rode the Jeff was Jeff equally. So, I, so this is how I knew how the night was going. I was standing up top, sober as a judge, drinking water, and I looked down at him. He's got a bottle forty two upside down, chugging it like a bazooka into his mouth. Jeff. Right next to him has a bottle of vodka, chugging it upside down. David, the German videographer, is there just videoing all of it. I go, we're going to lose these guys. He, We do. We lose Logan. And we go outside, and Je- me and Jeff venture down these stairs. And we, once we get outside, he starts knocking over cones. A guy on a, a Zamboni vacuum cleaner, cleaner drives by. Jeff hops on the back of it. He's riding around the fucking casino on a Zamboni. <laughs> <laughs> like an ice paver? What else did you just what else did hey, you do? Don't, hey, just don't drink. We can't say what he did. You were, yell, you were yelling at people who were yelling at other people. He just like, hey, lo- stop yelling. If you're going to yell, just don't yell at me. <laughs> he got Las Vegas, like, Las Vegas, Las Vegas drunk. Can't even say that. Oh, he blacked, bro. Um, I want to ask a question that we had a conversation about this morning. Join us, actually. Comment uh, below what you think. Uh, Mike asked us this morning, what did you say about the phone call and the billion dollars and happiness? Yeah. If you, we, if, well, if, let's give them the full context. We, well, I mean, that's a, pretty a, much a, it. A get, no, a, a guest of this show, a, ho- a prior host of this show, who you have all become in love with and are co- quite committed to in your lives, I'm sure, because you watched 150 mm-hmm. episodes of him, has recently found what he calls true happiness in Hawaii. He Incredible. is, he is happy as a fucking clam and shit, a pig and shit. A clam in a shit shell. I don't fucking know. He's happy. Uh, so he okay. lives in Hawaii. He's super happy. The and, sentiment is there. And, the and what did you say? You said. I said. I said this. Spencer, bro, I fucking love oh, you. Shit. I love you with all my heart. I just said this. I think when we see Spencer again, he's not going to be the kid who he was when he left the show. Which is probably a good thing, right? It, People change. Maybe. But, he, but he's super happy. and some, uh, Happy as a clam. Happy as a clam and shit. And I, and I said. Um. It's funny because there are a bunch of people who, or there are probably people tomorrow who might make a billion dollars in one day. Hmm. And you, and he, he might say, wow, that person made a billion dollars in one day. And, and, and look at Spencer's, you know, maybe what you would consider fleeting happiness as something that is subpar to that billion dollars. And I said, I, I, I would, I, what did I say exactly? You, the premise was this. Mike said, I would rather get the call from someone who said, Hey, I oh, ju- yeah. I ju- yo, what's good. I just found true joy. And happiness, pure elation. Then, yo, I made a billion dollars yesterday. Mm. I said no. Yeah, you were adamant on this. Ah, You're yeah. very defensive. I said no, and here's why, bro. I, I get it. Money doesn't buy happiness. It actually pushes happiness away. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to believe that. I, I truly do believe that money is, quite honestly, the root of evil. Should I describe the scenario as I saw it? Wait, but, what, let, what but, but to an extent, to an extent. Keep going. Let me explain. I, keep going. My argument was this happiness and uh, I'll just use Spencer, 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 he, he, he's either a happy mm-hmm. or B, he thinks he's happy. A lot of people fall into the trap 
that I'm happy. Happiness can be fleeting if you're not living in a uh, in a constant state of elation or you're like wired differently where it's harder for you to achieve happiness. I think I think it can be dangerous to assume that you're happy when tomorrow you might be sad. A week from now you might find um uh, uh, what's a uh, like a chronic sadness that that mm. leads into like depression? Like happiness is is a state of mind that is not permanent. It's not a destination. It is not a destination. Nice. It is not a destination. Nice, Dylan. Fucking perfect. It it is a it is a journey that you're tr- you're trying to reach your whole life. It could be gone. You yo, you make a billion dollars, you got it in the bank account. In one day, that is sick. I'm not saying it'll make you happy, but one thing with a billion dollars, man, something tells me you ain't gonna be sad all the time. Except they kill themselves all the time. All the time. Psychologists say they found the exact amount of money you need to be happy. 2018 article. This study analyzed data from over 1.7 million people in 164 countries. 75,000 a year, right? The ideal income for individuals is $95,000 a year for life satisfaction mm. and sixty dollars to $75,000 a year for emotional well-being. The study published in the journal Natural, Nature Human Behavior found that once the threshold was reached, further increases in in income were actually associated with reduced happiness. Researchers defined life satisfaction as an overall assessment of how one is doing while emotional well-being refers to a person's day-to-day feelings such as happiness, sadness, excitement, and anger. This is the final part. There is a happiness tipping point. The more you have, the more you want, the study concluded. The small decline puts one's level of well-being closer to individuals who make slightly lower incomes, perhaps due to the cost that comes with highest incomes. Okay. There's, that there's t- t- my, yeah. All right. Here's my argument. That tipping point has a cap. What do you mean? We're not talking about millionaires. We're not talking about multimillionaires. I'm talking about billionaires. They, I'm, sure they, billionaires. I'm sure they included them in the study. I'm absolutely positive they did. So, so even if they didn't, Mike, Mike mentioned to me that earlier. How did you say it? that? Like you know, you know, billionaires that are sad and that, absolutely. Uh, that are, well, I mean, you could ju- just look at hundred millionaires and billionaires who have committed suicide. Clearly, they they you know it may have been I'm, other uh, mental. So I, now I'll yeah. ask you to like fact like who? Well, oh, I mean, because my argument to Mike was my, I, I, I go, love I Google. Go, it's my favorite go, fucking thing. I go, by, by the way, you're gonna find there's not oh. there's not not one. You're gonna oh. find some, but you don't. It's not ha- happening like crazy, dude. What I'm saying is this. Well, I mean, it, do you, statistically, do you, proportionately, obviously, you're not going to ha- hear as many stories of 100 millionaires who have committed suicide because there's not as many of them. So I the story is going to be much less saturating than the than the percentage of people who do it without it. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's a less I, prevalent I, I, story. I, I, so I, I disagree. I disagree. What do you mean? I think, I think there's I, definitely I, less 100 millionaires yes, than there are agree. people without 100 yep. million dollars. And, so, and that is why if they were to end their life, the story would be should be. That much more prevalent, and it because, is, and it is. But I've seen it. it. You, well, how many times? Like once, twice. I don't my, know. My argument to Mike was this: like, do you know? Have billionaires opened up to you about how they're feeling? Do they? And I do said, they, and I said live yes. One. I said constant one. sadness. I said one because my mother works directly for a guy in Connecticut that is a, a multi-billionaire. I've had multiple very long conversations with him. Go ahead, slam dunk it. What do you? I don't no, know. No, I'm going to give you a layup. So here's why. Mike may actually be right. This 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 was my original opinion. We were having a conversation, mm. and um, we did we did an analogy. I love analogies, and I want you to I want you to stand oh, up. Oh shit! I want you to do this with me. We have to, I and do, do you remember what you said? Oh yeah. At the end. Okay, cool. So this was the analogy. I said I said you make a billion dollars in your bank ready. account. That is awesome. Technically, like you you did it. Happiness. This is happiness. There's a man running around the stage. 
It's, he's saying happiness is fleeting. You, you think you found it. You, you have Maybe to, you have. You have to chase it. He's, he's joyous. He's, he's light. He's, uh, he's running around. He's hiding now, and you have to go look for him. Happiness is hiding in the, in the bathroom. Happiness all right, all right, back. all right. They get it. Come on. He's, he's really making a scene. Happiness doesn't want to be seen. Happiness is now returned. What is it? What do we got? How long was the camera not connected while I was running around? <laughs> Probably should have told him sooner, don't you think, guys? Wait, was, it, was, it, <laughs> was it connected before that, though? Yeah. yeah. Hey, look. The point is this. That's what I'm saying. Happiness, bro. Who fucking... You feel good one day. You don't. Happiness is running away from you. You're chasing it. You want to get it? I said, yo, you make a billion dollars in one day. This is that. There's a large 220-pound man approaching a feeble old man. He jumps on him. It's a billion dollars holding you in his hands. You got it. <laughs> you got it, bro. But it's a it's quite the burden. Ah, bingo. Bingo. Ah, my fucking back. Matt goes Exactly. Matt goes ah. but, Logan, but Logan, how much of a burden was that? Sorry, but Mike, how much of a burden was that? It almost killed me. It almost broke my back. Yeah. It made me want to sever all of my relationships with my family out of fear <laughs> that they were after me for my money. It was terrible. So so the, I was like, "Oh shit. Maybe you fucking right. I don't know." That said, we also have this research. So yeah, I, but I mean, that research, man, everyone what? knows that like every single person on the entire planet is different. If you had a million dollars today, you might be happy. If you gave a million dollars to a person who's chronically depressed, they might I just, still I, have I issues. don't like what you're doing right now because what it's doing is it's discounting scientific research. They Me? pulled they pulled 1.7 million fucking. I understand people that, but did this. they go into marketwatch.com. Brother, brother, did they go once again, the... you're discounting because because here's here's his market watch is one of the most watched and trusted sites for I'm, fucking, I'm not denying uh, science. Market I'm saying, and, and market moving and, and stock analysis. What I'm saying is Stay outside right of there. their scope, <laughs> outside of their scope, there might be people that are very happy with less. I, I get people it. that live in so, Third world countries that have absolutely no do money. You want, do you want to have a conversation about what's called outliers versus dependents and independents? We get that, here. but we don't know who this they interview. This is 1.7 million people. You're mm -hmm. bringing up the exceptions to the rule, which are these people that live There's in third world countries. There's billions of people that live in I get less it. than ideal I situations. Get it, but and I, that are, are happy. So are we equating money with happiness? Are we trying to... We, I understand this is the ideal sum of money that a person could have to make them okay, happy. Okay, I get, I get it. But is that true for everyone? And it's not. It is not... You can't say this is the... Subjective. You're you're 100 percent right, and also on that same note, like even though this 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 is a fun article, they're not they don't yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like they they didn't publish this with some sort of like hoping it would have some sort of impact. But I guess what they're getting at is, and I've read the whole article in the past, is that as you start to make a ton of money, hundred fuck it, you know, five hundred thousand a year, then seven fifty. All, a lot of these people, all they start thinking about is how do I do one, two? How do I do two, four? How do I do four, eight? How do I do? And then the wife's sitting there. She's fucking the guy that's making 50,000 a year cleaning the pool. And, and, and all this other shit is happening on the side because the only thing you're thinking about is relevancy, money. How do I get more cars, planes, flights, vacations? Mm -hmm. And that shit, that constant chase for more in life is very, very just draining problematic like the more money you come upon the more problems you'll more see pro more money more problems bro yeah. biggie smalls he's exactly fucking right and, it, and it's not even just the problems that come along with it it's that chase mm -hmm. it's that inability to be content with the things that you have in life and so that's why they say i'm just uh, yeah yeah no but by the way you're all right and i i'm, I'm not sure where like i finally land on this obviously yeah, spencer's calling me and telling me he's 
truly happy is fucking amazing it's heartwarming i like what if like all power to the kid yeah. but it just started this hypothetical conversation that i found interesting and and the stunt was interesting too uh, was the stunt? where you jumped on me Physical it, well, you just showed oh up. yeah because i jumped on mike and he didn't expect me to earlier he's like my fucking back i'm actually like he was he goes <laughs> he goes i'm a billion dollars and i was like this sucks dude just take it back bro yo what happens if spencer called you and he's like yo i just made a billion dollars guess what and if, I'm if, truly if he, happy. If he wasn't, if it if he wasn't happy, something tells me he'd be able to find happiness, whether or not he had a billion dollars. That's why I know, like, bro, the billion dollars is like a yeah, passing, but if like, yeah, it but could if you air, but if you're capable of finding happiness, you're gonna find it eventually. Billion dollars or not, if you're and, capable, and, and of finding how much happiness. money, more money, more problems, but how much money until there's no fucking problems because you can do whatever you want. Well, no, but the, not all problems or situations in life are affected by money, and so you end up with you end up with That's money true. money hungry girls. That's you end true. up with That's family true. members who disown you because they want the right inheritance size. It's fucked up and and weird to think about it, but when you look at the world's billionaires that have so much fucking money, bro, that they shouldn't have any problems in life, the only thing they're doing is trying to figure out how to become the next step on the billionaire chart. That's what they do all they're fucking driven. day, every day. They're driven people. And I if you guess, if you I have guess. a billion dollars, you got to have some way to make that billion dollars and maintain it. So you have to have things in place, whether that's some industry that you're a magnate in, whether that's some sort of stock portfolio. And I mean, what happens if the world economy tanks one day and all of a sudden you lose your billion dollars? You, you got to constantly fuel that fire so that you don't lose your yeah, money. For sure. yeah. don't, yeah. Don't, like, don't, don't confide your happiness in money. Don't confide your happiness in other people, bro. Find that shit. Find that shit right here. And you will have a good ass life. What else? Um, only just because we only have one show today, so I almost feel like let's go for eight hours. We could do you want to do a, a marathon one? Question, question, question of the day. Nice. This is a good question because it's actually kind of pertinent to my life. Uh, we did the. Uh, <coughs> is that why you wrote it? Well, question of the day. How do you end it with a girl you've been hanging out with? She if she hits you up. Do you not respond ever? Mm. B not respond. Then respond when you want to see her. C, actually end it by saying something. If so, what do you want? How do you, how do you say it? Call or text? This is why it's it's it's, it's uh, pertinent. Semi pertinent. I'm so I'm the worst at this. I am I am um, horrifyingly and shockingly bad at communicating the end of of the relationship. When I know deep down, I tell my boys, I'm like, yo, I can't. I'm out. Like, I'm, but I, I have a problem. I I don't. I think that's it. I don't, I can't, how do I, you know what? Here's the, here's the problem. My delivery with people on like big things such as a, a breakup is bad because it's, it's succinct. It's short. There's not much, um, there's, I don't know how to work around it. And I was actually watching the bachelor and I saw this dude break up with a girl and I was literally like, I was, I was studying. I was like, this is, <laughs> this is fascinating is this how like a proper breakup is done he compliment sandwiched her told her something nice told her he's breaking up with her told her something nice you're gonna be perfect for someone else one wow. day bro oh. me me i don't know i i go gray I, i'm like mm. hey um i'm breaking up with you because i'm i, I don't think we're compatible because xyz and the, and then they're sad and now i'm sad because they're sad and it's just a shit shit um situation <laughs> kind of i mean it hurts sometimes but i think that every situation is totally different you can't break up with each girl the same exact way i've no I, it's so weird being in a situation where i literally can't offer any 
And so, because <laughs> the last time I had a breakup was like 12 years or like whatever ago. But yeah, but you did it the right way. Well, everything I try to do. She broke up with you, then you fucked her best friend. <laughs> no, my ex, my ex. And I, she didn't break up with even me. I, worse. Even worse. I broke up with her and then fucked my ex. Oh. <laughs> Mike. What about if you're not officially dating? Somebody. Oh, you gotta end so, it. So, so, so quickly. Um, my my whole experience, and even Logan's experience, uh, I feel like might be slightly due to the same thing. But I'm even worse than him. Like I don't go gray. I just ghost. I'm gone. Wait, wait. That's what I do oh, now. You do too. That's what I do now. Do you? Think that's what I'm. I'm. I. I completely stop responding. Hands off. Um. Best of luck. Have you hit me up? I moved to Paraguay. I, I might answer. Do what do you what do you think a tr- what do you think that's attributed to? I'm I'm curious just because like I feel I I personally start to feel bad like so there's there was a couple girls that I was talking to prior to getting into this current relationship that I employed my normal ghosting strategy on and every day I wake up and I'm like I really want to text this girl and just be like yo like hey kind of feel kind of shitty about how things ended like I I hope you're doing well and by the way I'm probably going to after the show but. I feel like such a fucking hypocrite because I want to tell you like the best way to do it is always to make sure the other person feels good about how things ended and shit like that. But I don't fucking do it. So how am I going to sit here and tell you to do that, bro? <laughs> it's just such a, I think so. All right. So also, I, a girl should know it's nice that they hit you up, but like if a guy wants to see you, he'll reach out to you. So it's like, I think, I think, go, I think ghosting like, or I think uh, ghosting is slightly indicative of, you as a person because it's just like so it's so it would be so easy for me to just reach out and be like hey i just want to make sure that you feel okay about how things ended like you're a cool ass person you know it's easier you know it's easier ghosting Ghosting. not saying anything i mean people know people know when you're having a different style of conversation with them if you were like everyday texting and communicating really well and then all of a sudden the communication starts to die out and you're not talking as much and they know yeah, because you can't not know. No, but girls know better than like guys might know. be doing so exactly. many guys might be doing so many things that I wouldn't notice if someone's texting style changed. But Lana will will say it that prior to that to me getting that uh, sloppy poppy that night uh-huh. that she knew for a fact that something was up. Yeah, she yeah. knew. She said your texting style slowed down by roughly ten to fifteen percent. She's that a evening. behavioralist. She's behavioralist. You. And yeah. by the way, most girls fucking are. Of course, like, I they noticed have to you. be. And the caller daddy girls talked. We talked to the caller daddy yo, girls. In about my it. opinion, though, that's why ghosting like sometimes works. Like I'm not. I'm sure there's a better, nicer, uh, cleaner strategy and like a a better way to like sever the head, if you will. <laughs> but but just go, her head ghost, off. ghosting. <laughs> ghosting. Eventually, the girl in my specific uh, situations have been like, it's a way to, without saying it, let them know you're kind of becoming uninterested. They tend to gotten the message, and, you know, the conversation like, yo, you've been distant, you're not texting me enough, whatever. And then I'm just like, yeah, yeah, you know, I've been crazy busy, like tired at night, whatever. And eventually, it's like a very mutual the girl's like, oh, you're not giving me enough. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I can't, can't. I can't. So shake your hand onto the, onto the next portion <laughs> yeah, of Yeah, it turns life. pretty mutual after that, right? Like yeah. after they realize you've slowed down conversation, it's kind of like, No, the oh, situation we, with yeah. him is so, the situation I'm, I'm with actually, him I'm actually, I'm actually friends with all, all my, um, my exes and girls, yeah. girls that I've, I've, uh, been with in the past just because like i i i don't like that bad beef and there have there have been no There's toxic <laughs> ass like truly toxic that have stayed toxic ass breakups um 
You the, the Please, situation help. The, help. <laughs> the situation with you is kind of uh What situation? It, just or like how things go, the scenario with you when you leave a relationship. It's I I observe it. It's so much different when you're dealing with someone of like a like a pretty powerful position. Like like these girls like he he's had some girls in the past that it, the the ghosting has been so dramatic and so horrifying. <laughs> like I've seen some pretty nasty situations but they always always come back. Like if you called any one of the girls that you've ghosted in the past, the if problem. you texted them and said, "Hey, well, even not even apologizing. That's- you just simply said um, even as much as, Hey, I'm shooting a piece of content that I want you in. That's a great point, Mike. That's a, that's <laughs> they literally drive their car here immediately. And they're at his beck and call. Hmm. That's what that is. That is, that is the problem with ghosting. And that's why it's not right. I'm glad we came here because there is no closure. And then uh, I still uh, may one day have like a, a, a inkling of feelings for this person. And they yeah, still, huh? Huh? The choice be. Choice B. Choice B. Don't respond until you want to hit them up. Yeah, but that's the word. La- I try La- not to do that. Lana tells <laughs> Lana tells me that it's that in some cases it's it's indicative of the girls. She she uh, said she said no, I mean, she said at, like three strikes for sure you're there. She yeah. says, but some of them most years are on strike twelve and they're still coming back. A lot of them. There there's definitely there's definitely a point a though. Like no like upon the second time, I I make it now I'm vocal. Now I'm vocal. <laughs> you know now I'm vocal. I can't do this. I don't want this. You look scared. I, don't, <laughs> I, I am. Please, I'm terrified. Please, I can't do yo, this. Yo, I'm terrified. Um, when girls ask me, well, are, are we? I'm like, I'm a human. I've, 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 I've said this to them before. They go, what are we? I go, I'm, I don't know. Like, I'm a human. You're a human. Oxygen like, we're, breathing we're, organism. We're, we're, we're people. We're conscious energy wrapped in flesh. What do you want from me, please? I, I, I'm the stump at the end of the giving tree, lady. I got nothing left to give. If I'm, if I'm. Hey, yo, I mean, fuck, dude, I'm at a selfish point in my life. But to my wife, to my wife. Your future wife. Clip it, baby. I love you. Like, I love you so much. And I'm going to, I'm yours. Like, you got me. You got my time. You got my energy. And I'm happy to give it to you because by the time you're watching this and we're together, probably watching, who knows, like on a beach somewhere. But I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be ready for that. At this point in my life, I'm not. Why is Danny, why is Danny looking like she ain't buying this story? You don't think so? Tell me now. Tell me now. Sorry, what? You've heard that story before. Nice. <laughs> By the way, I must I must ask you as you spin around looking like a statue that's available on QVC for three <laughs> easy payments of just twenty nine ninety nine. You could buy a statue that looks like Logan Paul. We also have the flex pay option for only one dollar ninety nine cents a month. He comes with lifelike hair as well as a chest, bronze from the gods. He can be quite controversial at times, but with your safety on-off button, you can shut him off at any moment. Call right now, QVC, where the people play. Nice. I didn't work on the tagline. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Um, <laughs> you don't think so? I'm just not convinced. I'm convinced. How's it feel? I want to ask you this too. One month. In one month. Logan Paul turns 25 years old. That is, Uh-oh. that is it. Fuck. We're not cute anymore. That you, yeah, like at what point are you, are you grandpa Bob's grandpa friend Logan? Uh, or, or, or sorry, uh-oh. grandpa Mike's grandpa friend Logan. Speaking like are we, are we, when, all right, so here's a question. At what point, at what age does age gap no longer matter? Like, like when you're like, tw- like when you're, okay. 27. Tw- so when you're 27 and I'm 37, they're like, yeah, they're just homies. Like right now it's still kind of strange. 
<laughs> like, let's be honest. Like, why is this dude, 30, it's, it's not why the is this 35-year-old It's man? not the age between you two. The what whole, is it? Dude, it's everything. Everything. Else. Else. Everything. Up until 26, you're still a kid. Like, fuck around. 27, get your shit straight. Find, find a wife. <laughs> you're three years out But, yo, I, I'm, I'm, I'm real close to being my own grandpa, Bob, who, we remember, we, uh, oh, I love this story. Nah, shit. No, go for it. We were just talking about, you know, Greg Paul, and, and he's been in the vlogs, he's at the ranch, and um, he's funny, he's really living his life out there, and I, I asked Mike, I was like, yo, do you know, do you know about my grandpa, Bob? He's, he, he might listen to this, he um he listened, to, he watches a lot of my stuff and sends me texts, hmm. and I was, I was like, curious. I was like have, you ever, have I ever told you about Grandpa Bob? He's like, no, I'm like, oh, this is fascinating, because <laughs> like, yo, you gotta imagine, like, the father who raised Greg Paul, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what is this guy like, who with is the, he? We deal with the specimen here. I said, in 10 seconds, I will give you everything you need to know about Grandpa Bob. He lives one in a bus inside of a storage unit, completely off the grid, and gets his water for his showers and his toilet and everything from a well outside, this storage unit. But he's in a school bus. He lives in a school bus that is parked inside a storage container. And, and a, a red flag slash bell went off in my mind. And I said to myself, Grandpa Bob lives in a school bus. Greg Paul has a school bus. Logan Paul has a school bus parked in front of his house right now. What the fuck happened? Why the fuck does every person in the in the in the oh. father's side lineage own a bus that is meant for providing transport for school children to their education? Why? Why? Here's how I know it's bad cuz he asked that question, I have no answer. And what's worse, I can remember the moment, the exact moment that I decided I needed a school bus. I woke up one morning and I was like, I need to buy a school bus. <laughs> like divine intervention like struck me and something innate was like, I need a fucking school bus. And that's, what the that, fuck? yo, no inspiration. Anything. I was just like, I fucking screwed up. my 2007 Continental School Bus for Children. When was this? <laughs> Uh, this was like three, two, two, three years ago. So, what's the age? 20, 21? You were like 23, right? Yeah. Jake is recently was, turning I, I, 23, right? He might be at the time where he needs to become a man and buy his school bus. <laughs> <laughs> Can you, you think, imagine? For the rest of my family's lineage, that's like, <laughs> the day you get a school bus, you become a man. <laughs> it's possible. Everybody else, like the dads, they sit and they're like, Come here, son. Today you're gonna try your first Miller Light, <laughs> and they crack a beer and they talk about fucking wearing condoms and all this man <laughs> shit. The day he turns a man, him and his dad sit around a fire, and he's like, "Listen here, listen here, little little Logan. We're gonna go look at a school bus for you today. <laughs> you're gonna get yourself so a transport vehicle for small children. So weird. It's so weird. Uh, and it's just another factor in the conversation we had yesterday." On the way home from the airport, which is what the fuck is this life that we live? <laughs> and, and I know this goes for everyone. I know everyone who's watching this and everyone in this room right now has a weird life. But as I try to imagine how to explain to someone that I'm 35 and I live with a 25 year old who had made videos about lifting dwarfs to shelves that so that they could reach shit, doing splits on the Great Wall of China, bought a really cute dog that got eaten by a coyote, but then a bigger dog he bought ate the bird that launched the $35 million merch company that he had. It hit me. 
right after I thought to myself, how can I explain the part where then I moved into the house, fell in love with the biggest porn star in the world, used to shoot heroin. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? I'll tell you what. What is this simulation? Who is controlling the knobs on this game? They increased the random switch. Yeah, recently. they went full. They're like, oh, Logan Paul, third in the lineage of school bus owners. Yeah, trike up to 11, this motherfucker, dude. So here's the here's the solution. The the takeaway is submit, like submit to life and stop trying to comprehend it, right? So I'm oh, sure obviously. everyone watching this has has weird like caveats and facets to their life that they don't understand because it's fucking weird. Yo, the the truest statement I've ever heard. I forgot it. I know. I know. I I want. I want to assistant say right. Danny looks I like Emma Chamberlain. I want, I want to say right. As assistant Danny looks like Emma, Emma Chamberlain, Chamberlain today. Go go ahead. Hit her. She got the overalls. Come, come on. Actually, come up, Danny. Tell Danny, me this girl does Danny. not look just a little bit like Emma Chamberlain. Shout out Emma Chamberlain, by the way. Danny. It's, That's it's Danny. weird. It's weird. It's like, a, maybe it's not perfect, by the way. Relax. It's not I, perfect. I, I, I don't, I don't have the exact, exact quote because there's go. a lot of like life being, <laughs> sorry, Danny. Oh, also Emma, if you get this clip somehow, please come on our show. That'd be, that'd be dope. Oh dope yeah. Pep. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, the, the, the best, um, quote that like i i just didn't um understand when i was young is uh life truly is unexpected like really unexpected and unpredictable so you just got you got to be ready to roll with the punches man you got it you got to be uh, like fucking adapt make it work if there's a problem uh count your blessings if 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 you're if you're being blessed uh be grateful move with humility you could you could, uh, you could live a, you could live a real happy life don't confide your happiness in in uh material items Try not to confide your happiness in other people until it's that point in your life where maybe you're yearning for a connection with someone. But find it here first. Make yourself happy first. And uh, that's the best That's the best advice I can give uh, in this short little time we have here. Yeah, positive. you got those lights? That was pretty good. I, I, and obviously that's always the, you know, I always can sense that's the out. Because you, you can't beat that. That's great uh, advice. But I also, I just, I can't leave the set to, it's just. I knew I, knew I was going to want to sit here for a while. And I don't, I, I don't really have. Like that much to talk about. I have that enough. was the rap. Like, let's be yeah. honest. Like, that just, was the rap cue. I, but like, here's <laughs> here's maybe one we could. I I won't. But like, I wrote like, what are clouds? Why are clouds? What is going on up there? It's because I was in a plane and I saw and I was what? like, how how does how the fuck does rain come from that? Yeah. How the fuck? Yeah. There's water. Water is heavy, dude. Water oh, yeah. is heavy, and these clouds are not. It's or are they? How do you know? Can you weigh a cloud? I don't fucking know. Hey. Thanks for watching Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. We love you guys. Hit that subscribe button. We're approaching 2 million. See you next time.